Uh, you guys remember LimeWire? Lime Lime yeah. yeah. Um, he took a job at LimeWire. Did you have the idea of Facebook or anything like that? No, no, no. Did steal that from me? Yeah. It's been stolen. I have no claims. What's LimeWire again? Uh, it was, he'll describe it a different way that I will. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, like I remember downloading music on yeah. it and getting so, viruses from hell on my computer. Exactly. It's uh, file sharing. Can't yeah. can't speak for the viruses or the music. <laughs> yeah. um, He's still under software product. Like when I was applying for jobs, I saw LimeWire that they were looking for a business analyst, and I, you know, the owner called me at the time. I I applied on Monster.com, and, and hey, is this you're, you're the guy from LimeWire? Yeah. All right, I want that job. It was a big brand when I was coming yeah. to school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like, we don't care where you come from. Where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose. You want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, don't give up. You learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to Real Business Owners Podcast with myself, Trevor Cowley. As always, Kel Goodman. What's up? Guys, we have uh, two guests, which is very rare. Usually it's either one guest or it's just me and Kel. So (laughs) you guys are going to be unique and ultimately stand out on the podcast. And so we've got Tom and Jesse from FinOptimal, uh, which is a software company that uh, helps accounting firms streamline some of their bookkeeping stuff, right, with the uh, accrual-based accounting versus the cash, which I would guess the majority of people that are listening have no idea what the difference is, right? <laughs> you kind of got to be a little nerdy and know the accounting space exactly, dude. in order to know that, right? So sure. you guys are going to make it cool and hip to know uh, accrual. We'll one of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one's going to make it cool and hip? This guy. This guy. Yeah, definitely. Oh, his shirt says he might he might yeah. do the job. You, you know, got cool him. You're over here representing you guys the, the judge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll let you know by the end of the podcast who, who won the cool and hip. You know, uh, <laughs> award, right? Uh, so I'm interested in in kind of individually understanding your guys' stories and then the story of how you guys came together, right? Yeah, for sure. Because it's always interesting, you know, when two people come together trying to build something special, unique, different, and kind of shake up the marketplace a little bit, right? Yeah. And so each one of you have individual stories that eventually led to each other, and now your guys' stories are kind of intertwining and you're on this mission to do something new and different, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Please you share. go first. Your story yeah. started first. Okay. Yeah. No okay. offense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam, old yeah. Sam yeah. Old. So um, in a cold winter of 1975, <laughs> okay. I was born. 78. Okay. Close. 70. I hey, you did hey, that on the fly. I was just, a wow. get, hey, I was just okay. throwing it out there. There you go. You know? Um, I was an accountant. I started yeah. my career as an accountant doing data entry for accounts payable. I'm sure yeah. I'm not alone in that. Yeah. And um, so you, you end up being a CPA or I did. I eventually yeah. took 10 years into my career. I took the yeah. CPA exam just because yeah. it felt like the right credential, but I yeah. never worked in uh, in public accounting, never did tax or audit, was always on the controller CFO path. Um, what did you hate the most about it when you were actually the one doing the goo 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 goo? That just just, <laughs> just just so that I know. I yeah. mean, we have people that work for us like, how can we make a, a better experience for them? Right. Like. Paper at the time. I think there's a lot less paper now, but this was 2003. There was still a ton of paper, you know, filing things in a filing cabinet, paper Mm -hmm. cut. Come on. Um, Definitely the the manual data entry, having to read a bill and then, you know, key it in. Yeah. I had the idea at the time for what is now bill.com. 
And I was working for an entrepreneur. I took a job working for an entrepreneur and what at the time felt like a much more menial role because I yeah. knew one day I wanted to start my own company. Mm. And I was like, we should start a company where like we automatically do the payments and ingest. It's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. And so I dropped it. I didn't have the confidence <laughs> yeah. to say, no, 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 no. This yeah. is, yeah. I, sh I should do this just because like he's a smart guy. Yeah. He made millions of dollars as a hedge fund manager. He didn't get it. Yeah. I don't know. In, in hindsight, I wish I had, but okay. Um, now there's a bill. Yeah. Um, so, so, you, so you missed your first opportunity. I missed the first, the first but one. Hey, the first you know, you keep swinging, right? That's like, right. Yeah. I, you know, Crazy I worked, ideas, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them coming. That's right. Um, this I was worked. at LimeWire. You always bury yeah, the lead of that. Do. You guys I, remember LimeWire? Lime yeah. Yeah. Um, he took a job at LimeWire. Did you have the idea of Facebook or anything like that? No, no, no. didn't steal that from me. Yeah. It's been stolen. I have no claims. What's LimeWire again? Why uh, it was, he'll describe it a different it's, way that I will. It was <laughs> like, like I remember downloading music on yeah, it and getting so, viruses from hell on my computer. Exactly. It's um, file sharing. Can't, yeah. can't speak for the viruses or the music. <laughs> yeah. um, He's still under software yeah. Like when I was applying for jobs, I saw LimeWire that they were looking for a business analyst. And I, you know, the owner called me at the time I, I applied on monster.com and, and Hey, is this, you're, you're the guy from LimeWire? Yeah, all right, I want that job. It was a big brand when I was coming yeah, out of school. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was a tech company, and uh, I saw other other people that, that were automating trading, doing things with banks, like writing robots that would go and pull bank statements or pull bank activity. Mm. And I was part of my job was every day to log on to the bank, check the balance, see if there's any new transactions that hit. And I hated that. Yeah. Right. It's just, it was obvious a robot could and should do that. But I was like, Hey, show me how to do that. Yeah. But at the time, Perl was the programming language you do that in. Mm -hmm. So I learned Perl. I started automating a lot of the monthly close processes that I was responsible for. One thing led to a next. And, um, I, I discovered a strength for automating accounting workflows and um, you were you know, just trying to make your life easier. Create so time. you're over here learning. <laughs> He's like, oh, so, shit, so actually, this I was sucks. just being lazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this shit no more. How can I find something or create something? That does that's the just heavy how he's, lifting. That's just how he's wired. You know, so that's we, exactly right. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Cool. How can I make time for non? Yeah. I don't want to be a bean counter. How do I, I not do yeah, this anymore? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. something. Dude, that's where all the good ideas come from, though. Like, yeah. I hate this. I need to fix yeah. it. Right? Yeah. It's not just like I have an idea. Maybe someone will like it. Yeah. It's no, I have an idea, and I'm going to like it. It's going to yeah. make my life better. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. It, it took a long time to come around to the idea that wow, like the accounting plus the coding is that's a strength. Not yeah. that many people can do that. And the yeah. next job that I took was almost exclusively focused on improving the financial operations. FinOp. Yeah. FinOptimal. That was the mm. genesis of the name of our company. Gotcha. So that's for, cool. I did for the for eleven years I worked at DE Shaw Research automating their financial operation. They were not on QuickBooks. They were on a much bigger general ledger. During that job I started taking private clients on the side and automating their QuickBooks-based bookkeeping workflows. Nice. And I grew the business organically over time as a side hustle. And then um, around the time we reached a million dollars in sales, I decided to go full-time with it. I raised some, some money to accelerate growth, hire a developer team, hire a growth team, which is where Tom comes in. Yeah. And uh, we've been off to the races That's ever cool. since. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how 
fast accounting has changed though, right? Oh, like, yeah. Because back when I started my first accounting company, it was in 2008. Yeah. And we were, dude, we were literally mailing people their tax returns or their tax organizers, yeah, getting them back. We're like mailing them their P&Ls, you know? <laughs> it was like, it yeah. was like, yeah, there was not, cloud-based accounting was like very, very new back then, dude. And then it, to see where it is now, like not just cloud-based accounting, but automations and just all the things it's like wow dude, it's well, like still that some, was really only 12 years ago you there's know? still some old souls though oh dude that are yeah. out there in the world like for instance like mechanic shops or something that have owned the mechanic shop for like 30 years yeah still don't trust linking their bank account to software yeah and <laughs> i'm like well spencer what? our new new cpa he came from a firm he just like he's like bro everyone there is over 60 <laughs> He's like the right. old, the main guy is like 84 and he's still in there doing his paper tax returns and stuff. Dude. Well, no, we were, like, we were working with somebody <laughs> here locally or whatever. And she, you know, she does the QuickBooks or whatever desktop. Yeah. And we're like, you know, Hey, you could do this, link yeah. it up to your bank account. She's like, no, I don't trust that. I, what if it gets hacked and this? And I'm like, well, then that would mean you're like your bank account's getting hacked. Like yeah, yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. even have online banking to, for her to view it because she doesn't want to use her name and password. Amen. And so there's still a couple old souls in the world, you know, but if, you got, if your if bank listen, does get hacked, you're not going to find out till month end. When you yeah, get yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was just a unique, weird situation, but you know, yeah. you're talking about 2008. There's still some people living in freaking 1998, bro. Yeah. Um, in the way that they do things, right? Like some people just straight up fear change. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's just a fact. And either you embrace it and you move forward at, a, at, at, at lightning speed or you hold yourself back by just kind of doing what you've always done. Right. We've had conversation with people even recently at this conference we were at where they're like, yeah, but I just kind of want to, I still want to do it a little bit more manually. Like, I don't know if I trust it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, just you'll have FOMO later. That's fine. Like you can keep, you know, wasting time is the only thing we can't get more of. If you want to spend it doing stuff slowly, like that cool. a computer can more, do yeah, more power to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather what, not. What's your that. story, bro? How did you, how did you get to the point where, where I met Jesse? Yeah. I just got this lifeline. Yeah. Um, I mean, man, when I went to college, it was like right out coming out of the recession and you know, the school that I went to Binghamton university in upstate New York like really good job placement for accounting. I didn't want to be an accountant, but my mom was like, if you graduate, you better get a job. So, so you're like, an accountant too? Yeah. Okay. Well, not really. <laughs> He's a CPA. He's like, Make no yeah, mistake. but I know really how to do it. Yeah. I'm a CPA, but I have to Google everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, thank, thank God for Google. You know, now you can chat sure. GPT. He was really good at just getting yeah. through school, right? We yeah. had this yeah. conversation last night. Yeah. I don't know how happy he was yeah. with me admitting that I yeah. never went to class and just yeah. passed every test, but yeah. But yeah, so I some people have a knack for that shit, though. No? <laughs> I went, I even if I went to the class and studied, I couldn't pass it. So I mean, we <laughs> we're uniquely different, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I studied accounting, and then like towards the end of college, I was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna get this job. And like, I worked at a company called Pertivity, which was you know like a mid-sized consulting firm doing like audit stuff. And they had a hackathon, and they were like, hey, we kind of want to bring automation to the company. If you automate this, you can win a prize. So I'd always been interested in like tech. I mean, when I was young, I was 
downloading music on LimeWire. <laughs> you know, you know I, was, I was seven years old. Little ripping, did you know. Ripping songs yeah. off of, yeah, Smash Mouth by All Star from the Shrek soundtrack. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get this song. Like, okay. MySpace, like, custom layout. So I always had, like, familiarity with coding in a Tech, way, but yeah. never actually pursued it. So I taught myself this program called UiPath and, like, placed first for that, you know, angle of the competition. And I was like, all right, I have something here. And it's so much more fun than, like, doing accounting. Yeah. Making it faster and making it cooler. It was sexier, right? Like, it was a, it was escape from accounting for me. Yeah. So I got really into that. Um, but still, there was always, like, this barrier and red tape in, like, corporate America of, like, well, your job is this, and you can only go this much outside of your zone. Mm. Like, we hired you for this. Automation's great but you need to make sure all of this is done and then do the automation later. And I was always kind of pushing up against the ceiling of, I really want to do more of this. Well, they're like, whoa, yeah, but you're great at this and we're paying you to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in that struggle for a while. And uh, my college roommate actually took a job with Jesse probably two years ago. He invited me to lunch. It was like, would you ever take a sales job? I was like, I don't know, maybe. And he showed me Phenoptimal, showed me what they could do. And three weeks later, I had a job. So mm. it was a very unexpected kind of turn of events. But what turned me on was like, hey, we are bringing automation to small businesses and to accounting firms. And there's no rules. Like, you know, it's there's no red tape. You were like, hey, go for it, right? Don't be afraid to fail. Like, let it rip. And that was all I needed to hear. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in. Who paid so, for the lunch? <laughs> we actually split at the time so i oh. yeah, i've been talking about needing to expense Dang, that 13 i thought for you bought, you would buy the lunch <laughs> no it wasn't jesse it was my my college roommate was working for jesse uh-huh. and he kind of snagged me over oh so it was yeah, your yeah. roommate that you went to lunch with you yeah, didn't yeah, go yeah. oh i thought my your roommate, roommate from set you up with lunch no 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 with jesse. I talked to jesse yeah but there and i looked him up and he was the limewire guy and i was like all right oh i know LimeWire. i was like i remember limewire <laughs> i'm yeah. in on this so little did you know limewire got you yeah, Your boy it Tom, got me a lot, honestly, yeah. a lot of so, my career to LimeWire. Yeah, just throw out the name LimeWire, LimeWire. Yeah. yeah, but I had no idea what I was doing when I got here. Like, yeah, you know, I, I've never done sales before. Yeah, right? I, I was like, I can do marketing, I can speak about accounting. You know, I had done walkthroughs, which is basically like you go to a business and you go, tell me everything about your business, and you're walking through with all the leaders, so I could talk the talk and like learn, you know, what a business was doing pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But then flipping that knowledge to, okay, well, how to now you, how do you convince someone to work with you? That was something that took time, dude. It's sales is hard. Um, yeah, sales no is doubt. definitely hard. And, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a good year and a half and now we're, we're getting some real traction with this stuff. So yeah, it's awesome. That's cool. It's yeah. awesome. It's interesting that having a CPA sell accounting software to other CPAs lends a lot of credibility. Yeah. Right, even though oh, for sure, if I may say so, you might have been a little rough around the edges at the beginning on the sales <laughs> and growth. Yeah, you brought a lot of interesting ideas, and when you got in front of other accountants, you could understand the problems. You could solve the problem more than yeah. just offer a solution. Well, he already knew what the problem was before they even yeah. spoke about the problem. And I can speak their language. Yeah. They know yeah, they're not yeah. being sold at. Like I'm, yeah. I hear them, and that's at the end of the day, like a consultative sales process is what you want to go through. Like I start anything like. I, I want to figure out, can I help you? And yeah. like, do you want my help? Right. Yeah. I'm not here to convince you to just give me money. Um, and I think having the CPA like really breaks down that barrier right off the yeah. bat. They're so used to just like someone with commission breath calling them. Like I need you to sign up for my app, <laughs> yeah. even though they don't understand what they're going yeah. through. Yeah. So 
you know. So how would you guys explain the software in the most dumbest down version? Like talking to a, a 10 year old, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because a lot of times people hear these things and they're like, well, what does that mean? Because I, in QuickBooks, I can already go in and make a rule. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and to where it will auto categorize a, a transaction and all that stuff. So it's like, what, how do you guys like dumb it down for, well, me and or yeah, anyone missing? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I can set 10 year That's like, mean. How does it speed up more time for on sure. top of the current? softwares. I think one of the big things that we've done in the last year is really focus because we were kind of the cheesecake factory menu when I started. We can do all of these things. Now it's like, hey, let's break it down and simplify it and segment it. So I'll answer that question about accruer, which is the, the main product that we're pushing right now and selling right now. Cash basis accounting, when the cash comes in, you record it, right? Accrual basis accounting, you spread it over time. What's an example, right? I pay for my Salesforce subscription today. Right? I need to recognize that expense over the year if it's a year-long subscription. Just because I spent $12,000 today doesn't mean it's a $12,000 expense today. Right. Yeah. So what would an accountant normally do? Have some gigantic spreadsheet, do a bunch of calculations outside of it, have to understand that concept anyway. What we do is you say, hey, just tell QuickBooks in plain English that this expense is for the period of whatever it is. And then we'll do all of the accrual accounting entries automatically for you. And accrual accounting is all about the timing of when you're, right, when you're recognizing revenue or incurring an expense. And that's really the language of business, right? Yep. You don't want to look at your financials and have these crazy spikes because, yep. you know, we do a lot of sales in January, but those, those sales last the full year, right? How do you make sense of that? So our software is simply right for the period and you can have accrual accounting without having to do anything else or even understand yep. it. Right. You okay. Have to learn accrual. Yeah. So you just when you set it up, you set all the rules in place based off of uh, you know this income coming in. It automatically breaks it down and realizes the income for you, sure. like as you go throughout the year, right? Yep. But okay. again, this the entire setup is literally just writing in QuickBooks that this is for the period of January 2023 to December 2023. So it's for Done. the period okay. of is that the 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 code that then connects to it's Alexa. Yeah, yeah, right. That's that's, that's that, Alexa. That, yeah, basically, you know, like uh, Alexa, see, turn the lights go. on, like uh, you know, like an Alexa, like the uh, Amazon yeah. things. You go like Alexa, play music, right? Yeah. You yeah. say for so the when period. When you say play music, it turns on and plays music. When you say for the period in QuickBooks, it automatically cues up what you guys have. Yeah. That software that's now connected to QuickBooks. Yeah. And then starts doing the work behind the scenes. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing about accrual accounting, even though it is a bigger pain in the ass in the accounting yeah. world, is yeah. like you really do know your actual profitability down sure. to the like, you know, because like for us as an accounting firm, yeah. like it's like we have all these services that we sell, like, and we get people that are like, oh, well, I'm 10 months back on bookkeeping and we work them up a quote. And yeah. for a long time we were cash accounting, but like we never really knew our like really bottom line profit until we started looking at it from the accrual basis accounting model where we're like, okay, we actually can't capture that as income yet because we've only done this much of the work. Now we know how much money we're actually making, right. you know, on a, on a bottom line. Yeah. I mean, your business line. is an idea yeah. and accounting is how you measure how good your idea is and how well you're rolling out that idea, yeah. right? Like at the end of the day, it could be your passion. It could be your hobby, but for any outside person, your employee, it's a financial package, right? Yeah. And how do you know if it's going well? Yeah, yeah Kale, you were, you were talking about, hey, now we can figure out how we're doing. You can figure it out on a monthly basis and compare your October to your September yeah. if you're being careful to get the expenses and the income yeah. in the right period, which can be a pain. 
That's yeah. the pain we're trying to address. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I mean, like if somebody pays for their taxes in October, but we're not done with their taxes until April, we can't recognize yeah. that in that money's just sitting there, but we haven't earned it yet. Exactly. Right? And that's what accrual-based yeah. accounting does is now when the return is out the door, we finally pay ourselves that you know, it's almost like a what's a holding account that you have when you uh, when you buy a house or something. To escrow. escrow, escrow. It's almost like an escrow type Dude, shit. Hundred percent. Right? What yeah. if you're a construction company? You yeah. take twenty five k up front, and the project lasts yeah. three months. That's yeah. not twenty five k of revenue in that month. Yeah, you know, yeah. you didn't deliver what you're supposed. To. You didn't earn that money just because you, you have cash doesn't mean it's revenue. So Do you guys target yeah. law firms a lot too. We target, I mean, we target accounting firms that work with anyone who's on an accrual basis. Yeah. I know yeah. everyone talks about niche down, niche down. I think we're pretty niche down, accrual accounting, QuickBooks Online. How many people uh, do you think are doing cash-based accounting that should be doing accrual? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Fi- I cannot find the answer because yeah. ChatGPT just lies to me every time. Yeah. <laughs> I tried everything. Well, dude. wait till ChatGPT yeah. six comes out. Yeah, ChatGPT like three, four. You know, like dude, don't even get me started. Yeah, I mean, we, it might I think even... if we make it easier, yeah, a lot more people will be. We're, we're lowering the bar. I think a yeah. lot of people understand in concept that they should do it. Yeah, but learning mechanically how to do it is such a challenge. If you get that mechanical challenge out of the way and just say, hey, enter for the period, yeah. we'll handle the mechanics. You look at the results and say, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, the margins make sense. Then we're hoping to lower the bar, yeah. more, you know, lower the barrier to entry, get more people. To yeah. Everyone should. It's just that everyone's like, yo, this shit sucks. I don't want to do it manually. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to, we can curse on here. I, f- I should have yeah. asked. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Fuck. We curse quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, look, man. Uh, you know, cause we get a lot of younger entrepreneurs that come to us for, for stuff, you know, like very yeah. infant stages and they're just like, they want this recipe for success, you yeah. know? And I'm always like, I mean, you've got to pick a product that, that has like demand, you for know, sure, like, dude. well, let's have, let's talk about some ideas. I'm like, well, look, we have an accounting firm. Yeah. We're always going to be able to sell accounting because everybody freaking hates it. Yeah. You know, it's like the same thing yeah. that you guys have, right? We literally have a, a product that makes our your life easier because everybody hates doing this in accrual accounting, hates you know? It. And it's like, there's going to be infinite demand for that. People run from pain faster than they run towards rewards. So yeah. find something that they hate and solve yeah. it for them. And then yeah. you yeah. got something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't just cook up something nice and shiny because you want it, right? Yeah. You got to. Sometimes you have to educate them that they have pain. That's right. Yeah. Because they're just, you know, ignorance is bliss, right? Don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And then when you highlight it and say, well, this is a pain point for you. You're just not aware of it because you're just so used to it. Yeah. And then have it kind of eat at them in the back of their mind. Like, oh, there is a better way to do this. Right. For sure. And so like when my guess is, is when as a salesperson and you're communicating with people, it's not like a one call close. Oh, no shot. Yeah. Like, well, you're, I don't you're, know. You're, yeah, you're it's over getting there. closer now. Yeah. Because they're seeing our ads and like, it's such a community, ba- like accountants are so community oriented. Yeah. And they're so skeptical too. So they trust each other. Right. Yeah. In the beginning, it was multiple calls for sure. Exactly. Like really trying to convince people to give us a shot. Yeah. And now people are selling it for us, which is, yeah. which is so nice, you know? Well, I mean, they get stuck in their ways too. Like we were talking about earlier, you just, once you introduce one, then they introduce, you know, Hey, have you tried this? Have you tried? Cause yeah. Community based means in other words, they all talk to each other. They go to conferences together. They want to know the newest, greatest, latest, best thing to speed things up. But somebody has to be the outlier. Somebody's got to be the one that actually dips their toe in the water and tries the newest, latest, greatest thing. They all want it. 
but they also don't want change. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's 100%. like, this, it's just kind of a crazy dichotomy there, you know? So, it's, uh, yeah. 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 I think, I think there may be a lesson for other entrepreneurs that I think we've taken some time to learn. I've yeah. been doing this business for eight years yeah. and we've only just started selling the software. Um, the software that we're selling has a constricted feature set, right? Like we've simplified the experience of setting it up and also limited the features let's say we've removed some dials to make it easier yeah. for an accountant to understand, which at first was hard for me, the engineer to accept. Well, but it does all these other things, but there's yeah. a concept of packaging and merchandising yeah. where if you don't, if you, you've got, they have to be able to at some point understand it, even if in its simplified yeah. state, it still takes a demo call, maybe another demo call and onboarding. Yeah. You've got to really make, got to make it simple enough to understand the value digestible some, oh yeah Absolutely. what you're what yeah. you think you're selling and what somebody thinks they're buying are not always the same thing and getting over that and understand putting yourself in their mind is really important i think to like making your product actually fit into the market mm -hmm. right so and like because we would go well we can do all of this and they're like well you're the experts you tell me right like you don't go to a restaurant and sit down and they go what do you want? And they're like, yeah. well, there's no menu, just order. Yeah. Like, no, I came here. You give me the idea of what to order. Right. And there's that give balance. Me some options, yeah, yeah. Give me the options. You're the chef. Right. So it's almost like when you go to dinner with your lady and she doesn't know where to go. Yeah. She's like, give me three options. And you give three <laughs> options saying, oh, I don't feel like Mexican tonight or this or that. You know, sometimes, you know. Yeah. You give three yeah, options and they yeah, pick a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to negotiate. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, what's your guys' biggest struggle right now? I mean, every entrepreneur or every business deals with struggles, hurdles, things that they're having to overcome, right? And so it's like, what 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 do you guys feel like that you're bumping up against that is maybe relatable to other business owners or entrepreneurs? That, I have one, but you that can are, go first. That are building something. <laughs> you know, I think once you start to feel the lift from, okay, wow, pe people want this. Yeah. That's a great that's a great situation to be in, but you always have a bottleneck, right? People start to want people start to want your product. Now you have to onboard them. You have to spend time showing them the product and yeah. demoing. That can become the bottleneck. There can be technical constraints associated with scalability. If I had to pick the one that I think is the biggest challenge, it's about prioritization of new features. We're very focused on product-led growth. Mm. We try to keep in touch with our new customers and existing customers. Yeah. see what features matter to them the most, figure out how much dev time and dev resources it's going to take, um, and consider that versus how we could spend the money with more advertising, yeah. uh, with, with, with another salesperson. Um, so it's about, you know, in the classic economic model, guns and butter. You, can, you can't spend it on both. You can always, yeah. right? If you, less guns, more butter. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'd say dev and... <laughs> What? Never I've never heard that, heard that never one heard either. That. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, okay. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's like, it, yeah. Um, the Texas guy bringing up guns and butter. Figure. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. I learned that in high school. Um, yeah, that's, that's new to me too. You're, yeah, the, you're, you're the only one. Yeah. Okay, good. Look, you're one of four. My teacher didn't make it yeah. up. You're one of four right now. Hold on. Nick, have you ever heard about guns and butter? No, you're one of five now. Okay, all right. And I think good. we can continue good. to expand this trend. If now all your listeners people. are going to learn. Yeah, what, uh, now yeah. everybody says, what the it's hell a does... macroeconomic concept. You can yeah. spend your, you know, your, your treasury money at the government level on, you know, Guns. defense. 
Kind of sounds like a niche strip or club. Or food? Like I promise you it's a thing. <laughs> or, or food or yeah, what? food. Like think Valley Forge. Like, yeah. all right, we're getting... You got you to gotta be selective. Like, do you want to protect yourself yeah. or do you want to feed yourself, right? Right. So... Um, Valley Forge. Yeah. Prioritization. How yeah, hard is it? Yeah. How hard is it to manage dev people, engineers? Because we, we only have one here and he's cool as shit. But like, we've had many programmer engineer types over the years you know yeah. and did they they are different than sales guys for sure yeah. not, i'm not saying they're better different no, yeah. worse wrong no. nothing like that but like i do not understand their minds sometimes well, so, so i'm like, like what what makes them tick is different right you're you're a sales guy at heart right you were born and yeah. raised in sales so you're like i know sales people yeah you know? yeah like, but dude every dev guy i've ever hired has been like oh yeah i can do that in two months and then it's like two years later i'm like bro why is <laughs> the product not done well <laughs> wouldn't that be the same in construction <laughs> no oh, i can build yeah. this house in six months a year later it's way more than what you thought it was yeah and it's delayed by six months right it's sure. always it always takes longer than you expect and costs more than you expect in the construction and really what you guys are doing is your digital construction right well, dude, yeah, like earlier i don't know if you guys i mean you said you've been working on this for like eight years but you guys yeah. have only been selling it for how long yeah i think that's a that's a different i, I think the idea to productize it wasn't necessarily i mean it was they was kicking around but like oh yeah i mean i i built it i mean your question kale really hits home for me because i developed everything myself for the first i didn't hire a, a professional developer until 2021 oh, okay so and we didn't decide to start selling a SaaS product until a year May. ago yeah oh, yeah sure okay so i in terms of what I think drives developers, it, it is something different. I think they really enjoy the building aspect. Wow, I'm going to create something. They want to know that they're a part of something that's bigger than themselves and that yeah. they will have an effect in a marketplace and they will change something for the better. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I think that you have to figure out how to, when you're, man I'm, I, I'm relatively new to managing developers and yeah. I'm building it myself. I know what it needs to look like. I know I'm building yeah. my own house. Nobody's yeah. asking me when it's going to be built. Um, but you have to light that fire of, wow, I'm building something cool that doesn't exist already. Mm -hmm. But you also have to be very careful not, you don't want to give, you're not going to give P&L ownership to the developers, typically speaking. And so you have to control the product priorities under the same umbrella that you control. Like, okay, this is great. You want to build something, but it's got to be something that customers want. Yeah. And yeah. you have to narrow the, I think art, which is what engineering is to me, it's a science too, of course, but writing software is an artful thing to do, thrives on constraints, right? So in our organization, Tom, who's right, he's got responsibility for the P&L and new sales, gets to decide and must decide yeah. what are the, what features are we going to develop next? What needs to wait a few months? What needs to never get built? Yeah. And what based upon the questions that he's receiving on the front end. Correct. That's right. Yeah. But it's a community. I think the communication piece is an advantage for us, especially at this state. We have what five developers, yeah. one of which who was an accountant that became a developer. Jesse, of course, he was an accountant that taught mm -hmm. himself to code and I'm doing the sales and product, but I have some light accounting coding background too. Right. So I'm having the conversations with users understanding what they're actually saying, right? Somebody says, I want the feature to do this. And I go, well, what are you actually trying to solve for? Like, what's the pain? Bring that pain back and we can, you know, kick it around and come up with something that's not going to solve just their specific request, but others in that network. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact that like, when I hear something, I can translate it in my brain to something that I can say to an engineer 
right? And they can go, got it. Do you mean this, this, and this? Cool. Like there's, so it's a really good communication chain, yeah. right? And I think where a lot of other tech products fall short is you have an accountant and you have an engineer and they don't know how to communicate correctly. So the, the engineer says, give me the list of things. <laughs> and then the accountant writes them down and the engineer builds it, right? And you're missing that connection. And we always talk about like great things happen at the intersection of two disciplines, right? There's not many accountants who code. Right. Yeah. And that's why we think the accounting industry has been so stale. Yeah. It's accountants telling somebody else what to do. Yeah. Right. It's like me drawing the architect, drawing the plans for my house and asking a construction guy to build it. Yeah. That house is going to look like shit and probably fall down. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, I think to your listeners who'd be considering starting a business yeah. or growing their business, people like, trying to find people who I'm, I'm a musician. I'm thinking back to, you know, the idea of when you can play multiple instruments, you can get paid more for any, for your time because you can do more than one thing. Yeah. Anybody in a business, not just coding, but if you can do two sep two separate things, you not only can do those two things, but you can, you can live at the intersection of the concepts. You can apply coding concepts to accounting, for example, or, you know, in the contractor example, if you're also an architect, you can apply what you've learned conceptually as an architect to your building. And, um, you know, we believe that that's a meaningful um, advantage over the idea of a coder and an accountant talking to each other. There's a great yeah. diagram that Chris, our head of engineering, shared with me where there's a picture of, you know, what the what the product guy envisioned, you know, what the engineers built, what the, you know, what yeah. the, and it's a, it's a swing in one picture and yeah. it's like, um, a tree house in the next, and then it's like a spaceship in terms of what the customer actually wanted. It's like, yeah, the something's lost. You it's need like, the, it's like that damn guy. game where you whisper in somebody's ear, dude, exactly. and I'm that hundredth person or something like that. Yeah. It's like a completely different story. Yes. You know, it's like, what the hell? Where did it get lost? Like, broken telephone, baby. Yeah. Telephone. Yeah. yeah. That's why we like to look for what we call switchers. Yeah. People who switch careers. For a few reasons, one, the intersection of two disciplines thing, right? But also someone who's willing to take a chance, like I'm making this much money and I want to I want to do something else with my life mm -hmm. that usually either requires taking a step back in terms of earnings because you're yeah. going to go to a more junior level or going above and beyond learning something after hours. There's right? a sacrifice that needs to be made and, and when that they, means that they're vested. Exactly. And then vested. when they get there they're locked in, mm. right? Those people are awesome. And we were lucky to have a lot of those kinds of people, right? Yeah, Accountant cool. that switched to engineering. Right? Yeah. From energy. Who to be, right. Yeah. yeah there's energy industry is big in, in, in Houston. And, uh, you know, one of our developers used to work there in sort of quality control for refinery parts, basically. But he had been trying to automate his job with Python. And all right, fine. You know, we can teach you what you need to know about Python or whatever else. But we're looking for that attitude of, yeah. wow, I can make my own life better by taking on these skills. Mm. And, you know, we call those we call those switchers and we, we look for them. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. That's cool. That's great. Um, are you guys looking for more switchers? Always. Like uh, always like, looking for a good switcher. So if there's <laughs> what? An accountant. Accounts you want to do sales. done yeah. doing like accounting code. that knows how to code or whatever. They, they reach out to you guys. and. Absolutely. You guys are going to help them make less uh, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. so that they prove 
yeah. Yeah. that they're vested into this thing, but hopefully in the long we're, run, we're offering, right? We're offering equity options, so yeah. literally they can vest. Yeah. We want yeah. them to have ownership over their work. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's still fairly early for That's us. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, the switching thing, I think, applies everywhere, though. You know? Yeah. Any, in any industry, if you're someone who's willing to, to make that leap of faith, like trust your gut, you know, don't get trapped in like, a, well, now I'm at this age, so I have to stay here, mm-hmm. you know? you can do some really magical shit if you just bet on yourself. Yeah. That's very rare. I think a lot of people fold as, um, when, when someone tells them that's never going to work or you can't do that. And they say, like oh, you did yeah, with that like first opportunity. With my build.com idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah right. Well, I, I just dude, didn't have ever, the confidence. Yeah. That's yeah. really what it is. Right. Yeah. Like I think, I think a lot of people fold, yeah. you know, the first time or the second time that they get presented an opportunity or they have an idea and somebody shoots it down and then time exposes the truth, right? Where you're like, holy shit, I should have done it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? In seventh grade, I invented smelly wallpaper as an assignment and everyone laughed at me. And then I saw a damn magazine where they were selling smelly wallpaper in casinos. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. I, I done knew it. Have that. You, <laughs> you have know, smelly wallpaper. Like, you had bill.com. I had Tinder. Yeah. So over time, you were... <laughs> Middle school boys. Bill.com like, proved... <laughs> you to be right you know what i mean and you're and then you're like damn i shoulda damn i shoulda damn i shoulda right like and you have to kind of look at the marketplace and say well i had that idea you know i should have done that right everybody knew that there should have been a car wash at the intersection down there by summit you know and that car wash is now killing it you know because somebody finally just did it right and so and everyone's like oh i i had that idea but nobody did anything with it except for the people that did that are now winning, right? Yeah, man. Look, I, so, th- I think missing that opportunity once, great. twice, the next time it comes along, yeah, you're, you're like, yeah I don't care yeah. if people say I'm an idiot. I'm going to, this is, there's yeah. something here. I have just as good a chance as the next guy of building it. Yeah. I, I can do that. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Going for it. Yeah. Got to get a case of the fuck it's every once in a while. That's Fuck true. It. You know, really, it's really miraculous too. When somebody does like have these ideas and they put purpose behind it, like what they can do in just two, three years, you know, well, just like people will. that who, who said that where they're like, people underestimate what can be done in a year. Overestimate what can be done in a year, but underestimate what can be done in three. Yeah, and it's like so true. It's like every time I've been like, dude, like super focused goal right here, three years. Like it's like it's like incredible what can be done with just. Granted, my advice would be, you know, to anybody of to your listeners thinking of starting a business. Try to do it before you have four kids. Um, (laughs) That that definitely is a little bit of a drag on your productivity. Yeah, yeah, but. then again, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to give it to the person that has four kids because they don't want to do the manual work. So they got to figure out That's a right. way to make it easier. <laughs> Long live Damn the lazy it. people. Yeah. You know, like I've got, I'm too busy for all this manual shit. I got to automate this. That's right. And now I got to learn coding. And now I'm going to code something to make my life easier. And I'm going to take it to the marketplace. Right. I call that capital time. Yeah. You're, you're investing yeah. capital time. To learn this skill or to get mm. this customer or to hire this person, but you know you're going to get paid back. It's like a round of CapEx at the building. Yeah. You can raise rents, yeah. but that can be painful. That Making that investment yeah. comes out yeah. of your time, that comes out of your cash reserves, yeah. whatever, but it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know how I he agree. does it with four kids. Well, I'm teaching them all to code and how to yeah. book entries in QuickBooks. I have no kids. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Jesse, he's growing employees. He's, he's, he's going to put them in this direction and then yeah. he's going to switch them. 
yeah. in this direction. And, and he's going to grow a switcher. Yeah. <laughs> I can teach him how to sell. Yeah, there you go. So. Jesse said I'm not allowed to have any kids until we, uh, until we yeah, sell. That's correct. Yeah. He gave me a bonus to get a vasectomy. The options, there's yeah, a cliff. Huh. Cut it's it, not dog. a one-year cliff. It's a one-child yeah. cliff. Yeah, one-child cliff. Got sales it. Got it. Salespeople got to be available, bro. Anytime, yeah, right. any day. That's you know, right. don't matter. Dude, you're so, telling me. Like, no, yeah. don't don't. You're always on call when you're freaking yeah, out. Exactly. You're a sales hustler, dude. So what's going on in Vegas? What are you guys in Vegas for that you guys were able to make the trip? Because he was dancing. Yeah, one night. I was dancing. I mean, just for yeah. the period yeah. of time <laughs> between. 12 a.m. and yes. 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, QuickBooks Connect conference. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys got like a booth or something set up no. there? Or are you guys just cruising, trolling, trying to, you know. Trolling, see, definitely. Trolling. Definitely yeah. a lot of trolling. Yeah. Um, a lot of walking up to people. Yeah. You know, getting uncomfortable. Yeah, saying, getting punched up? in the face a few times. Yeah. It was saying, yeah. go away, go yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we had a lot of people. Like the first conference we ever went to for this was in the summer. We yeah. knew nobody. So we were like, you know, the new kids at school just trying to make a friend. Yeah. And now this time we had a lot of people there who had heard about us mm. from all the stuff we're doing on LinkedIn and all the stuff we're doing in marketing, all the people using it. So it was a totally different experience. Yeah. When artists say, I remember the first time I heard one of my songs on the radio. Yeah. yeah. This conference, yeah, which was QuickBooks Connect, it was a great conference. Um, it was the first time I sat down at, at an open, at a round table and introduced myself. And Somebody someone next to me you. said, oh, I use your product. Oh, yeah. wow. This is such a very exciting feeling. Wow. Yeah. There are, see, people saw my shirt yeah. and they came up to me, like walking from one session. Oh, dude, I use your product. Let's hang out. And it's really, really exciting. Because yeah. you know that you're st like maybe we haven't nailed it just yet. Yeah. But like we're close. You're going. On you're the on the path. Yeah. 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 So that's super, that's cool. super cool. Good, Good for you. Guys. This is the first I time I heard my song on the radio. This <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna <laughs> hear yourself on a podcast in a couple right. weeks. Yes. You know when this drops. And so. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I'm. I'm still trying to figure out who the cool one was, you know, cause Damn, you guys dude, are both fucked up, you know, <laughs> like, choose me. no, yeah, like no, I'm just, dude, you guys are both cool dudes. <laughs> Thank you. You know? So I think you guys compliment each other very, very well. Cool. So trying to change the way that accounting looks too. Yeah. And I'm glad yeah. you guys are doing that shit too. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's cool yeah. to have like a mission that's like bigger than just, you know, yeah. money. Right. It's yeah. like, dude, we're trying to change the game. Like we want people yeah. to be serviced a different way. We want to give time back to people. Like really not just yeah. say it, you know, we want to, you know, we want to like make a difference in people's homes, dude. Accounting is a drag, bro. Money's a drag. Like, yeah. like you give people control of their money and you give them time back and you give them like, you know, freedom in their home in some capacity. It's like, dude, you know, it's, it's a game changer. Cause in You're making accounting yeah. has never really been, like it's, it's never serviced it's, entrepreneurs yeah, the way it needs to be serviced. And so every day, dude, we're still working closer to that, closer to that. We've said it for years and we're like, oh my gosh, like it's when you do f see where you've made a difference or you know, like, dude, we're getting closer and closer to that. Yeah. Or you start seeing that other firms are like, what are those guys doing? It's like, okay, dude, you know, like you're doing something that's working and you guys are, you guys have a mission like that too, where it's yeah, like, dude, cool. we're, we're actually trying to change how this is done. So people really know their numbers on a cruel basis and yeah. all the other stuff you're building too. But what I do think is cool is that you have worked on it yourself. You've had this foundation of years before you brought other programmers in and you guys have, you guys build your stuff to be reliable before you go out and release sure. it. You know, like that does say a lot too. It's like, cause people that really admire quality and have integrity with what they're building, like, that shit is what blows up, and that's what really does follow the mission of changing the game. Yeah. I mean, every good chef tastes its food before it goes out, right? And, like, we that's all we do. We yeah. eat our own dog food, 
And then when it's ready to go, we'll let somebody else go after it, you know? So that's an advantage, dude. Is that a self He went from chef dog? to dog there. Yeah, that's what, I learned that at Look Google. at this guy. I visited I Google's like office yeah, and like they that. said, hey, we use Gmail internally. Yeah, yeah. eat, our yeah, own eat your own dog food. Yeah. Drink your own champagne, whatever. Yeah. Drink our own well, champagne. I mean, yeah. I've Take literally seen some dude eat his own dog food on Shark Tank. <laughs> On Shark Tank? Yeah, it was on Shark Tank. I was going to say, what, what, <laughs> food what, 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 what weird yeah, on Shark Tank back end website was that? He was like, dude, this, this food is actually good for your animals. Like, there's people that love their dogs. They treat them like it's part of their family. Like, and if you wouldn't eat it, why would you feed it to one of your other family members? And, like, ate it on Shark Tank or something like that. And they're like, oh. But he's eating his own dog, literally. Wow. I mean, you, you just gave me a great idea yeah. for an ad. Yeah, we need yeah. to do that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be the one eating yeah. fucking yeah. dog food yeah. now yeah. as a bit, but I'll do it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll do it. I want some rev splits or okay. something yeah. off of whatever that ad produces. So. The what are those guys doing? I yeah. like that. Both yeah. from a why are they eating dog food in an ad and yeah. why are they solving it that way? Yeah. No yeah. one's ever thought of it. So yeah. That's kind of what we're trying to do. Yeah. You know? Well, we are excited to see your dog food ad. You know, you're welcome. I'll tag you. Yeah. So, now, how do people get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you uh, or connect with you or get a demo or whatever it is? I know that you talked about being heavy on LinkedIn. Is there a yeah. website specifically that they should go to to, you know, fill out a lead form so that somebody reaches out? Yeah, Not dude. somebody. I guess you. Yeah. You're I'll, the guy. I'll, you'll be talking to me or someone yeah. on my team, but... uh I mean, listen, we have a podcast that we just started, not another accounting podcast. It's a little tongue in cheek because there's like 9 million accounting podcasts, none that even <laughs> sniff your guy's jockstrap. But, you know, it's a it's an honest take on what's going on. Like we're the only ones that are thinking about these things in a totally new way yeah. and being completely honest about, you know, what we're seeing and hearing. Like take all that corporate accounting bullshit, throw it out. Mm. That's what we're trying to do with that. So, you know, I think that colorful T-shirt. Put on a tie-dye t-shirt from a record <laughs> store. Yeah, exactly. No, so that definitely check us out. Not another accounting podcast. LinkedIn, FinOptimal. Um, and if you're interested in using the accruer, you know, for the, any of the accountants out there, accruer.com slash baby. You can go there. It's it's easy enough for babies to use. So you can go to that uh, that landing page. <laughs> and you guys got shit. all the cool one-liners. The dog food <laughs> shit. See that, the guns dude. and butter. Dog food forward baby. slash baby. You know, for, for, for the, the period, period. Uh, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. Damn, you guys got, you guys need to start doing the, uh, like, oh, Deion Sanders. He's starting to, what are they, what are they? Um, trademarking all trademark this shit. All yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> eat your own dog food. Trademark. For the period. <laughs> trademark. Yeah. You know, we for we avoid the legal shop. fees by yeah, having the yeah. dumbest ideas that nobody yeah. wants to steal. Yeah. Where people are like, <laughs> where, where, yeah, you yeah. share it. Somebody's like, dude, that's dumb. That'll never work. Like yeah. the old boss, right? Well. Yeah. Look at me now, Mr. Old Boss, right? right. So yeah, right. not that old. Yeah. No, the old boss. Yeah, the old yeah, the old boss. He turned out to be a big yeah. investor in Phenoptimal. Yeah, That's the there you go. That okay. Uh, sweet. Cool. He didn't do the bill.com yeah. idea when I was working full time, but he did invest in Phenoptimal. So. Yeah, you're like, thanks, dickhead. Yeah. You cost me tens of millions. At least, you can, <laughs> at least you can do is give me a million. You know, to invest into the new. You just had to learn so. what you were capable of, dude. Yeah. Took, right. took him yeah. a minute, and then he's like, oh shit, I'm gonna throw money at this guy. For sure. Yeah, how to play to your strengths. No, that's yeah. cool. Well, appreciate you guys coming out and getting on the show. It was, uh, it was a fun podcast. Thank yeah. you for I wish you guys us. nothing but uh, success, and I have a feeling that you guys are already on that journey. So keep yeah. kicking ass, man. Yeah, we'll so. look at your your guys' software as well. So, yeah. you yeah. know, for our cruel clients, like, yeah. why would we not want to save time for our for our yeah. staff and, you know, yeah. and our customers? So, yeah, no I think doubt. It's cool. 
Well, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Go check these guys out if it's if they spoke to your soul, forward slash baby, phenoptimal. Accruer.com slash baby. Accruer. A-C-C-R-U-E-R dot com slash baby. Yeah, get scheduled with our dude Tom. Yeah. You know, he'll sell your ass because yeah. he eats his own shit. You know? <laughs> even, so. even if you don't want to use it, just go check out the stupid <laughs> ass page. Right yeah. Yeah. He spent a lot of time and effort and energy on that page. Just go check it out at least. Give him some damn hits, okay? Anyway, share this episode with somebody that you love and care about if you think it'll bring value. Other than that, guys, keep kicking ass. Take care. We'll see you next week.